talking about the creek, creek talk, talking about the creek, creek talk, talking about the creek, talking about Dawson's Creek. Welcome back to Creek Talk. This is Stephen. And I'm Jamie. And this week we're recapping season six, episode six, Living Dead Girl. Living Dead Girl. Dude, I'm telling you, Rob Zombie would have been way better banned. It would have made sense with the title of the song. Wait, is that the name of a song? Living Dead Girl is the name of a song, yeah. Oh, so we're right. We said this last week. They're naming all these episodes after songs. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I have this album somewhere. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, Rob Zombie, I only know because of uh, he reboot, he remade the Halloween movie. And then he just kind of went off the rails with a couple of other movies. I love Rob Zombie. I like him as a person. I think he's interesting. I Can can't you hear this? Nope. Wait a minute. Let me find it. Living Dead Girl. Rob I love Zombie. Rob Zombie. Like, I absolutely love Rob Zombie. So, like, I understand why they picked the name of the episode, but I was so, so disappointed that they didn't use Rob Zombie as the band. Oh, I've heard this song. Yeah. Yeah. Rob Zombie. <laughs> Okay. I think most people have. If you haven't, you've probably lived under a rock. But I mean, I mean, the murder dolls, it's it's whatever. I didn't really get into the murder dolls ever, but I knew they were an actual band. But I mean, if you're going to name a title Living Dead Girl, why couldn't we get Rob Zombie? Was he just that? Was he, he that probably too like, star? The, yeah, it was too big. He couldn't do a Dawson's Creek big. episode. You were like, no way, man. <laughs> Although I do know that um, No Doubt is in an episode coming up called Spiderwebs. Well, I mean, if we could get no doubt, why couldn't we get Rob Zombie? Come on. Um, Rob I don't Zombie know, could I guess, converted more people. <laughs> I guess Rob Zombie was more money than Gwen Stefani and her band. <laughs> I guess. Well, anyway, Jamie, did you like this episode? I did like this episode, actually. I did. Awesome. I, uh, what, did, what did you like it took about me a this second, episode? It, it took me a second when the first episode first came on. I'm like, oh my god, I did click on Dawson's Creek, right? Because like, we just, and then I'm like, oh wait, no, okay, this is the movie. We're on set. Okay, I got it. All right, cool. Um, no, I did mostly because that Halloween party looked like a lot of fun. <laughs> I really yeah. wanted to go. I really wanted to go, and we we're finally getting somewhere again with with um, Audrey and Pacey. And, oh. you know, he's admitted himself a truth. That that broke my heart a little bit. I felt so bad for him when he was talking to Emma and she was literally in the coffin. And then... Yeah, and he didn't know. And he's still trying to figure himself out. You know what I mean? He's not intent on trying to hurt her, but he's trying to figure out his truth. Yeah. Um, and... I mean, I don't know. If he doesn't love her and he's not sure why he's with her, why make it, you know, why stretch just- it out? I know. He's just trying to figure it out. By the way, though, Audrey's hair is super freaking cute. She looked so cute for Halloween. I also think she had contacts in. Her eyes were very blue. Uh, I didn't notice. I mean, I noticed they were blue, but I feel like her eyes are always blue. I don't know. And I think the way that they did the makeup really made them stand out because she had that smoky eye thing going on. And that's known to to make your eyes pop. So it could have just been the dark eyeshadow in contrast with the blue of her eyes. Um. As far as the rest of it, I don't really care too much about. I'm a little annoyed with Dawson. Like, I'm happy that like he, the the actress is like into it and she wants to get back with him and she's happy. But I feel like he's falling back 
because he doesn't want to be alone. Like, you yeah. broke up with this girl to get with Joey. Joey turned you down because of this whole thing. And now you're going back to this girl. Typical. And you're being jealous. And yeah, I'm like, so that like, I don't, I, I would have told him to stop, like, to go kick rocks. Like, you didn't want to be with me. You left me to be with this other girl. What makes me think you're not going to try to do it again if some other something else pops up? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you made a mistake. I'm a freaking actress and she's a nobody. But at the same time, I just, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't care Whatever. about the storyline. I'm over the storyline already. I don't care. I'm ready I to like. I don't like her. Let Dawson do what he wants and focus more on the rest of the gang. Like I just like. Well, wait, know. that was the other thing. So this is the Halloween episode of the of this season. It's a lot better, and mm-hmm. I did I did enjoy it. It was yeah. way better than Four Scary Stories, which aired in December, and um, it was a lot better than. Blair Witch, but I think it's better than just about all of the Halloween ones we've had so far. Well, it wasn't a Halloween episode, but I thought the scare was probably the best scary episode that we've had from season one. When they're in the um the um the house, right? Yeah, I'm trying to remember like, which one that was. Where um Dawson's playing practical jokes on everybody that and the at the house at the Leary house, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but the thing that I didn't understand was that. They were all at this party and none of them interacted with one another. It was just passing. It was just like a passing by. They never even did that. Jack and Jen were focused on CJ and the person he brought. And so there was that. And right. And then you had Pacey and Audrey and the other roommate, Emma. Emma, yeah. And, uh, you know, they kind of interacted a little bit. But Emma was just doing her own thing. She just popped. And then walk away. I and walk away. And I mean, Joy wasn't there. Uh, so she was doing other things, watching Harley and um, the bartender. I can't remember his name right now. Eddie. Eddie. They were out. Didn't you think it was weird that no, none of them interacted with one another? I mean, I feel like Pacey spent most of his time trying to follow Audrey around. And Audrey was just like trying to avoid him or whatever that was about. So he spent most of his time not really wanting to be there. The dude looked tired. And just following her around. And then the other two were just occupied with boys. So I don't know. I I just thought it was odd. I don't know. None of them interacted with Dawson, though. No. (laughs) But Dawson Dawson spent his entire time chasing a ghost. So. God, that whole thing. (laughs) He he spent his whole time chasing ghosts. So. I personally think Todd and Natasha are fucking each other and not telling Dawson. Oh, you think they were lying about it? Yeah. I know that it was like their big scheme or whatever, but I thought it was weird. It was such a weird joke to play. I I didn't get it. I don't know. I just thought the entire situation is just weird. Yeah, he's like running around looking for a ghost, running all up to the scaffolding, and he's up in the whatever, the bleachers. And They did an interesting job being in two places at once, but she is an actress and he is a producer. Um, But if you kind of watched Todd... Yeah. If you watch his face when he when Dawson storms in there and just starts talking, those two are like on the bed. Mm-hmm. He's like smiling, and then I think that he was he was genuinely trying to get Dawson to like admit his shit. But I don't know the entire thing with them pulling that prank on him. I really did think that the prank was originally Dawson messing with the film. So did I? But then Dawson started chasing this ghost around, and uh, I'm like, well, no. And I couldn't for the life of me remember who it was. I'm like, it's got to be her. But I don't, well, I don't know. 
Yeah, when they showed her, and I, I was like, oh, I think it's Natasha. It has to be. Um, but I wasn't sure. I thought it was so silly, because I, I really did think that he was following a ghost around the whole time. But nope, he wasn't. I don't know how they did the whole blurred effect while they were on the scaffolding together. Like, was he seeing everything in blur? Like, like I understand that they were trying to do it for the viewers who are watching the show, but the blur obviously wasn't happening for Dawson because how do you blur yourself? You can't blur yourself. And also, when he was up above everybody and they show the whole party, which barely had anybody there, not one, yeah. like, you couldn't see any of his friends within the crowd. Like, it was so weird. I I didn't pause to like do a search. I need to know how this episode was filmed and like why they did it that way. I feel like maybe they were all shooting different days because maybe they were also busy and they didn't have time maybe. to be in the same scenes together. That's possible. That's very possible. Also, I also have questions about certain things. Like, was everybody aside from like the random people like did they have a lot of castmates and stuff that were there in on this prank for dawson because he sees those two go he's in the scaffolding alone he sees those two go into that fake bedroom by themselves and by the time he gets down there the entire place is yeah. <laughs> crowded yeah. so like did yeah, all, they all of these he, they had to have all of these people like involved in some way shape or form you know what I mean? To like in the one he's talking to the one lady and he's clearly staring up at the scaffolding and the girl is looking up there too and she's looking at him. And she's like, Are you all right? What are you looking at? <laughs> like, not the weird girl with the, the black trench coat hat and glasses or whatever, or she didn't have a hat, she just was blonde wig or whatever. Like I just I thought she had a hat on too. That's so funny. I don't know. She was just wearing a lot of black. And then I have more questions. So like the film clips that they edited into their dailies, like did they create those with a bunch of unknowns to make it look like it was a legit thing? Or was this an actual video clip from something in the past and they decided to use it? Like, I've got a lot of questions here. But I have yeah. a feeling they made the entire thing up. They spent time creating these clips to add them into their daily shoots. Like, they went all out on Dawson. They the torture Dawson, Dawson, yeah. Yeah, they went all out on Dawson. They said, this is a good idea. We need to haze him. After all the shit that he's done. <laughs> he even says that. He's like, you went all out just to for that, just to get me back or to play a trick on me. <laughs> yeah. So silly. I don't know. I could have cared less about that whole thing. But um, I did enjoy the episode, though. I thought it was I thought it was um, first of all, I thought uh, Busy Phillips being such a really good comedic actress. She plays drama really well. And yeah. her whole scene with Pacey breaking up with him, you could tell she just was angry, obviously. She was so upset. I thought she did that so well. I don't know. I give her a lot of credit. Because even now, as she, she, like, she's still working, I think she's a great comedic actress. But, you know, I feel like she did a really great job in this episode. And I'm no, sure I we agree. could see more. And she looked great while doing it, too. Yeah. I don't know. I just I'm really enjoying her. I don't know. I don't know. I'm 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 eating all my words from when I was like I don't, I don't like her. <laughs> when you're when the beginning when she first started making her appearance and you're like, no, I don't remember liking her in this show. Just no, kidding. I remember liking her character. I started to not like her when I was reading the excerpt from her book from her Dawson's Creek days. That's, That's right. I didn't That's like. what it is. 
speaking of, did you ever check out that movie that I told you to check out? With I Lewis still Homer? never watched it. <laughs> and you no. watched two movies that I gave you. <laughs> I know. I'm the one doing the homework here. What's up with this? I know. I'm sorry. I'll watch it. <laughs> I'll watch it. I promise. <laughs> you get a toddler on the weekend. I got three kids every day, all my all day. What's up with that? <laughs> no, all that's all that I watch is SpongeBob. <laughs> and then if I turn it off, he loses his mind. <laughs> oh, well. Um. All right. Well, we will get into this episode, Jamie, because it was a fun episode. It was. But before we do, why don't we do like a quick catch up, a spontaneous catch up? What do you say? Oh, those spontaneous catch-ups that we never do. Yeah. This is like a brand um, new segment in this podcast that we've been doing. It is a for... brand new segment. Yeah. Almost <laughs> three years we've been doing this. I know. Isn't that crazy. crazy to think about? Yeah. So um, what's, new? what's going on with you, Jamie? I got a new book. It's a huge <laughs> book. Like a huge book. Let me just say, Costco, thank you. Like they carry popular books. When they just come out, that sometimes you can't get in other stores because they sell out. Um, yeah, like they have this is one book that I wanted and I kept seeing everywhere that it was sold out, it was sold out, it was sold out. And then I'm like, you know what? Let me just go to Costco real quick. And we went to Costco because we needed to go there anyways for groceries. And mm. uh in the book section, and I'm looking around and looking around, and I'm like, huh, there it is. And it was all of the first book. And this was the second one that just came out, and it was like kind of like tucked. So I was like, yes uh, but this time we, we just happened to be there i didn't feel it, like i didn't make it to another bookstore or anything we just happened to be there i'm like let me just go check out this book section really quick before mm-hmm. we get our groceries because it's like right in the middle it's right there um i walked over there and it was sitting right there on top and there was a ton of them and i'm like okay this is all i needed what the book, book is, is that? huge, dude. It's huge it's so sarah j mass came out with her third book in the crescent city series mm-hmm. it's a it's a hefty book it's like the size of a freaking bible oh my god it's Jesus bigger Christ. than the first two like each book is getting bigger than the last i haven't even finished the first one yet but like i keep collecting the books because i want to read them but i just i haven't had the time and i have the first book on audible and that's basically that's basically how i've been trying to get through it because it's easier for me to listen while i'm multitasking than to stop and dedicate all this time to actually turning pages um also the first book from my understanding it's a little hard to get through because it's a lot of info dump in the first couple chapters like there's a lot of information and it gets hard to kind of read through it when you don't actually have plot happening like there's nothing really happening it's just info dump and trying to understand the new world and everything because it's you know it's world building um and I think I'm just starting to get out of the info dump section, if I remember correctly. But I just, like, I haven't had a lot of time. But I want to read them. And she's on the third book. I literally, I've had the first book since it was pre-ordered. Like, I pre-ordered it. And that's how long I've had that first book. And then the second book, it was the same thing. Like, I've literally had these books for a while now. And I just, I just haven't had time to read them. You'll get back into it. I know. I will. I'm like, I'm surrounded by books. I have a book over here next to me. I have another one that um, is over there that I started reading, but like I had to put it aside because I started to get bored, which is something that I've noticed. If the book is not capture me right away, Mm -hmm. I'll probably get about halfway through it and then I put it down. And if I put it down, the likelihood that I'm going to pick it back up is slim. 
And I've been having that problem a lot lately. It's been really hard for me to finish book. And then I'll, I'll pick up a book and I'll devour it. And I'm like, okay, I need another one that's like this. And then I'll pick one up and then I get bored halfway through. So like I've been struggling to figure out what it is that I want to read because not everything, like uh, there are books that sound amazing. Mm-hmm. And then I start reading it and I'm like, this had amazing reviews. I don't understand. This is just like what's happening. And I, I don't, I don't know. I can't figure out what genre I want to read right now. So I keep switching back and forth. I kind of want to read like a thriller, but like with romance and that's not easy to obtain. Maybe I just need like a romance, but not nothing too crazy. Like, I don't know what I need. I don't know what I need. And this point it's like, I might as well just write my own book and maybe that'll, maybe that's easier if I just write what I want to read. There you go. But then I set time aside to do that. Like I've already got multiple stories that I've started. One book that has a lot of plot that I've already like scheduled out. Like the book, I just need to write it. Like it's, it's set, it's plot. The characters are developed that I know exactly what I want and where I want it and how I want it to happen. I just need to write it. And I've got a handful of chapters done already, but like, I don't have the time. Yeah, it takes a minute to get focused and like sit down and do all that stuff. It really does. I don't even I don't have time to do any of that shit either. And I wish that I could get back into writing. But yeah, these these books. So I don't know what to do with myself. But that's 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 all. Nothing too exciting over here besides that. Well, speaking of books, I started watching this new show over the weekend called The, the Swans, like Capote versus The Swans. Um it's on FX, but it's on Hulu too. And there's a lot of big names in the cast. And there's a book based on what the show is like being like written about, I guess. So I'm kind of interested in reading that, but um I I don't necessarily want the book. I kind of want to get it on my for my Kindle. Um, but that show is really good. Like I love a Ryan Murphy show. Um, I just hope it plays out like he always seems to just not land the plane with his with his series. He it gets really good, and then by like episode seven or eight, or like close to the end of the series, it just goes off the rails. And I just hope that he just continues at the pace that he's that he's at with it because it's a really good show. But it's all about like these women, these rich women in society in New York City and all their secrets. But their relationship is interesting to watch. So I'm curious to see like how the book is. So I kind of want to buy the book. We were trying to watch new shows. I tried to watch This Is Us. I think I only um, got three episodes in and I turned it off. I'm like, I can't. I love Mandy Moore, but like, I, I'm bored. I'm bored. Yeah, I don't have any interest in that show. I don't know how everybody was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I'm like, I'm just, I can't bored. Mm-mm. And then um, we started watching Game of Thrones to try to finish it. So we're already on season six because we started at season five. Right there's that but that's not gonna last too much longer but well we always have a child here on the weekend so like we never really get to like sit and watch anything new and right uh, i'm still sort of trying to get into yellowstone i've been saying it for like the past three weeks now but i really am trying to sit and follow that show but um i haven't really been watching anything new either i've been watching love after lockup <laughs> I'm trying to watch that. And it's such a crazy show to watch because all these dummies are dating these felons who are behind bars. And they think that when they get out of prison, that their life is going to be so perfect. And I'm like, no. I think you mentioned it before. Did I? I don't even remember. Because we were talking about how these people get in these relationships with convicted felons. 
and they send them all this money and stuff. And then when the convicted felon gets out of prison, they pretty much just screw them over. Yes. We were talking about this before. <laughs> Sound familiar? <laughs> oh my God. It's so crazy. I, I'm on Reddit now looking into like the people that were on the show and there are just, I would not trust somebody that was in prison no. to get out of jail and just, you know, continue being like a functioning member of society. They're going to try to take you for all, for all you have a lot and cheat and steal. And like, I feel like once you're a criminal, you're always a criminal unless you're like actively trying not to be a criminal. Right. But all of my like hopes and dreams and love would not go into somebody that's been incarcerated and using me to put money on their books. <laughs> Sorry. And the majority of it all is about sex. Like they're all, I was like, do these people just, are they lonely? <laughs> Probably. Like the, ones, the ones who are like actively looking for a relationship with a criminal, are they just, they just need to get laid? I'm like, you can get laid with anybody. Why are you waiting to, waiting for somebody to get out of jail just so you can have sex? It's so stupid. None of it makes sense. Mm-mm. but yeah um i haven't been up to anything really just this weekend was such a lazy weekend we did absolutely nothing we had michael over and we just yeah that was it we entertained him all weekend he watched spongebob he screamed his lungs out everything okay. justin made him i ended up eating because he didn't want it and he would go in the fridge and he would take Lunchables, the Lunchables that we bought him out. And he just kept eating them. And I was like, you can't eat all these Lunchables. And then I found them and he's put, he put them on a, the meat on his chest and like a ham. And he's like, eyes, nose, eyes, nose. And I was like, Michael, you can't, that's gross. I was like, you have to eat it. He's wasting food. What was, yeah. what was Justin making him that he wasn't eating? Um, He made pasta basil, pasta basil. Okay, first of all, how old is this kid? Like two, three? He's three. Dude, it just looks like give him chicken nuggets and mac and cheese, okay? Why are you doing all this fancy shit? He's three years old. It's not like weird. It's just the name of it. It's just, it's not a weird thing to give a kid, though. It literally is just little pasta with, and like tomato sauce and whatever. He, he did want some after he saw me eating it. And then I went to give it to him and he, and he went to eat it. And he was like, because eh, I guess it was a little spicy. Um, he likes fruit, though. He loves oranges. So he found like the little tangerines that we have. Yeah. And he like hid yeah, them. The kids here, they eat it, too. I'll get like the big bag of the cuties. That's and that are, stuff yeah. lasts like two or three days if that shit's gone. They eat like well, five at a time. Yeah, he eats so many of them. And then he shits his brains out. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Michael, you can't. I'm like, you can have one, but you can't have two. And he. He ran in the kitchen and he found it. I was like, I was like, Michael, where are you finding these? I didn't even know we had them. And he starts <laughs> cracking up. And then he like was trying to peel it. And then he got annoyed, I guess. And he just bit into it. And I was like, Michael, give me the tangerine. And I was like, I'll mm-hmm. cut it for you. He's like, okay. <laughs> That's funny. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> But anyway, that was my weekend. I'm glad we both had nothing exciting happen. <laughs> Not a damn thing, no. Um, all right. Well, do you want to get into this episode, Jamie? We probably should. It's <laughs> we've it's been we've been o'clock. chatting since like two forty five my time. It's now almost five o'clock my time. Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> got, where that time went. We got nothing done. <laughs> no, we were talking, and then all of a sudden, we I was like, "What is happening?" Well, it's it like was 6:45. it was like there was, 
it's one of those days where like it's just there's something you know what I mean everybody needed something the cats were needing something like I don't know it's one of those Wednesdays I guess but well it's okay anyway all right so this week we are recapping season six episode six living dead girl aired october 30th 2002 written by tom capinos and directed by les sheldon so we open on dawson's well it's not dawson's film set it's todd's film set and we see natasha and her male co-star are filming the scene they're making out on a, a bed um they're like setting up the scene and we see like a killer stalk in the door with like their shiny axe and just as he's ready to like you know kill them for the scene a big light falls down and almost falls at him and he yells cut and todd gets upset <laughs> todd's like i'm the only one who yells cut around here and he yells at him and he's like sorry todd and then he tells dawson he's like like i miss doing that i that like was fun i like doing that yeah <laughs> todd's such he's a like weirdo. that that was fun i like doing that <laughs> he gets um, a sick thrill out of yelling at people yeah and like teasing them and making them think that they're crazy right <laughs> so he goes well that's what i get for shooting on a bloody haunted sound stage the day before halloween so we're like oh it's the day before halloween and natasha comes over and she starts massaging todd's neck and i thought that was very weird because dawson even takes note of it and he's i just think that's the point i think that i think this I think was the beginning now there yeah this was the beginning of it because even dawson was like well that's odd yeah yeah, I, I thought about that after the fact. And I was like, oh, she probably was doing that on purpose. Yeah. Um. So Todd tells Dawson that the set is haunted by an actress named Melanie Ray. She was the Jamie Lee Curtis of her day, um, the first Scream Queen. He tells us that her boyfriend and co-star strangled her to death during a scene from her film, Kiss the Girls and Make Them Die, as Natasha says, <laughs> um, after he found out that she was having an affair with the director. So... Dawson has never heard of, of this woman before. He's like, really, Dawson? You're like, you're like a film geek. You've never heard of Melanie Ray. And now I'm thinking about him. Like, is she supposed to be like a made up person then? Yeah, I think that was kind of the point. They they picked a they picked something they didn't think that a, a film geek like him would know. So they just made it up. Like, what? You've never you've never heard of this. Yeah. But I guess Dawson never took the time where he didn't have the time to investigate it. So he's just like, nope, never heard of it. Oh, really? Is this true? Oh, okay. The whole thing was 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 built to just like set him up. So Natasha goes back to to shoot her scene, and Dawson asks Todd if there's something going on between them. And Todd's like, "I learned a long time ago not to screw around with the, with my leading ladies. That's what extras are for." But he definitely fucked Natasha if he could. Todd's a super creep in this episode. Some of the things he says, yeah. So they go to shoot the scene again, and Dawson's just intently staring at Natasha. And, um, oh, that was like it. Like a super creep, super creep. He's super creepy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then they cut to um, the opening credits. I thought I had opening credits in here, but I guess not. So now we are with Todd and Dawson and their editor, and they're editing dailies. And Todd asks Dawson if the soundstage is set up for his Halloween party. Because Todd loves Halloween. It's his favorite holiday. Who's isn't? Who doesn't like Halloween? If you don't like Halloween, like, you can't sit with us. <laughs> no, I love Halloween. I love that time of the year. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> do you, Jane? <laughs> I do. You know? 
It's just amazing. Dawson's like, oh, mine too. I'm no I'm actually known for playing these elaborate pranks on my friends back home. And Todd's like, great. Nobody cares. And he calls him Gilligan. <laughs> I didn't understand that. Why do you call him Gilligan? I don't know. Is it because Todd's the Todd's the um captain and Gilligan's Maybe. his first mate? Maybe. That makes sense. Hmm. That makes a lot of sense, actually. So he's like, how's my costume coming along? Am I going to look like a stud? And Dawson's like, of course. Is there any doubt? But Todd just really wants to get laid. Because he sees all this video of Natasha. And he's like, uh, you guys might want to leave. I might need to be alone in this room with these dailies of Natasha. And I was like, you're disgusting. Mm, gross. And Dawson's making a face like, you're a creep. And then Todd's like, you're very territorial. You know, you dumped her for the prissy one. Your puny little mind couldn't process the fact that you were shagging one of Hollywood's hottest starlets. <laughs> and he's like, what? Whatever. But then they cut to the editor going through the film, The Dailies. And we see this like quick glitch happen. And there's like something happening with the film. So he's like, Todd, you have to look at this. And they show like this woman in a terrible blonde wig and glasses and there's like a sign next to her that says her name melanie ray and todd's like are you playing a joke on me dawson <laughs> and he's like why why do you think i'm playing a joke and he's like that's melanie ray and dawson's like well what's she doing what is she doing on our dailies and he's like that's what i'd like to know <laughs> but like they they don't know what like what's happening and dawson I, I thought maybe dawson was a part of it at this point because he says about you know playing jokes but um no I was like, or is it really a ghost? I don't know. It's just so silly. But Dawson's confused. He's clearly confused. I mean, I'd be a little confused too. That's for sure. But I thought in the beginning, I like I could have sworn that it would have been Dawson. But it, we learned rather quickly that it it's not. You know what Dawson should have said? Um, I went to Witch Island and I got video of ghosts on my film too <laughs> oh my right. god and they could Talked have bonded surprised. like why why are you acting so surprised they could have like used every single halloween episode like referenced every single halloween episode in this one episode <laughs> since it's the final season <laughs> they could have true he could have brought up that and then well he wasn't really in the um four scary stories episode but he could have been like my friend Joey is, well, Joey says it later, I'm a scaredy cat. Or he calls her a scaredy cat and she's like, I am, because Pacey called her that. Yeah, she and is. Poor scary she knows stories. it. She recognizes it. But he could have said something else. Like, my friend Jen was like, had a ghost appear at her radio station. <laughs> something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we cut to Audrey, who's dressed up as Nancy from Sid and Nancy. And she screams... For Sid and then Pacey walks in and he's got crazy Sid and Nancy hair and she's like if we're going for authenticity then you should be wearing the leather pants and he's like look you're lucky I'm even going to this party because I'm not a costume party type of guy she says well you have no problem putting on that monkey suit every morning and he's like easy and she apologizes and I was like yeah Audrey like enough is enough he's just so jealous about the stupid like about his job. I, I get it, I guess, to a certain degree. 
I think she's just upset because she probably doesn't see him all the time. Probably but, not. But like, you got to put in the time. Like, if the if these two were de- like serious about their future together, she would understand that he's doing this so that they could have like a better future together. And, right. Like he has to put in the time in a new job to establish himself. And the fact that she like doesn't fucking get that, it's like, dude, you're so annoying, Audrey. I don't know. I remember Justin like getting upset with me because I had to take like the Volvo to work. And right. I think he started to like resent me a little bit because of my job. And like I was like doing something that I was like enjoying and making decent money with. And I was like, but I'm doing this for us. Like it's right. a, it's a great opportunity that I have and he gets it now, but I always felt like he was sort of resentful towards me. I actually, I vaguely remember that too. Like, I think you, you were telling me a little bit about it, how you kind of were feeling some kind of way. And you're like, I don't know if it was just because, because you're, you know, whatever. I don't know. You were talking about it at one point. Yeah. He was just always, like, he was like annoyed all the time with me. And I was just like, I have to like go to work. Like, yeah. what do you want to do? Like work at a supermarket? can't do that anymore but i don't know i sort of like can relate to both sides of it because she's you know and i got like that with him too when he was working like a really good job and he'd have to work the weekends and i'd be like you know like we don't see each other but you know you got to do what you got to do to make sure like you can have a decent future together and that's what he's trying to do right she and is coming off. She's she's just a little used to I don't know people with money. I guess like I I don't know like when do you draw the line between somebody who's used to a certain way of living and a certain amount of attention to like do you know what I mean? Like I don't know if this is just because she's a rich girl who's used to a certain amount of attention from other boys who also have money they don't require or need to work. You know what I mean? But even still, like, Pacey was working before, but she just happened to have been working with him, but she can't get a job doing, like, what he's doing now. So, I don't know. I think she's just being a little selfish. Yeah. So, she's like, I'm sorry. We'll put this on hold. Like, I promise I won't be, like, uh, talking about our differences in career choices or whatever. And she's like, I'll be ready in a second. She has to go to the bathroom. And then he walks over and he sees one of her papers that she got back and there's a big f on the front of it and there's a note and it says what's going on with you please come see me <laughs> and he's yeah. like uh she's like are you all right and he's like yeah i'm fine are you all right no no she's not all right and like i understand her she makes a point later when they're like breaking up um or she makes a point like you don't even know what's going on in my life if you're taking the time to ask and I, I felt that because I, I get that. You know what I mean? She's not wrong there. If he, they always say like, no matter what, like he'll make time for you. You know what I mean? No matter how busy his life is, like they'll always make time for you if that's what he wants. And the fact that he hasn't been um, finding a way to make time, even if it's that like 10 minute, like catch up, how's your day? Even, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know. And I, I get just, it right now because he's working hard and he's studying, you know, but at the same time, I feel like even if it was 10 minutes, he would still find a way to be like, so tell me about your day. So wait, you're, day. On, you're on his side, right? I see both sides. I see like, I it's, it's, that's what I mean. I see both sides. I'm, I see him being busy, but I also see the fact that like, even if it's just 10 minutes, he, if he cared enough, he'd be checking in and to find out what's going on with her. But I at the same is. coin, at the same coin, she also 
hasn't been saying anything right. either. You know what I mean? Like if you ask her, oh, it's fine. Oh, I'm fine. Oh, no, nothing happened. Oh, no. You know what I mean? So like, I don't know on this side. I don't know. Well, about this. last week, he flat out asked her, what's going on with you? I want to know what's going on with you. And, and she's, she's, saying she's, not, not, nothing. she's not giving him answers. Right. So like, they're I don't sitting together. They're sitting together in his li- massive apartment living room and they're not speaking. And yeah. he wants to have a conversation with her and she doesn't want to talk about it. So he is giving her the time. She's just withholding the information because she doesn't want to like, like face it, I guess. Yeah, no, that, she, that I completely agree with. If she had just said to him, like, this is what happened at this party. I'm sure he would have understood and been upset with her and just said, like, everything will be okay. Yeah, but she's like, not talking. It's no. so weird. And for somebody and, who just doesn't shut up, she's not talking. And I was getting frustrated, um, actually. Like, when I was listening to them break up, I'm not going to lie. I forget exactly what she said, but she was just, she was coming down on him a little bit harsh. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really like some of the stuff that she said because I don't think that it was fair. Um, no, I agree. And that she was saying it because it's like, you know, you're getting off easy, maybe. But like, what is, what is, what is it? She said something very specific that wasn't at all what I have it written was. down for when we get to it. But she, yeah. does, she like, says you something are. and I'm like, She wow. does say to him, like, you're getting, you're getting off easy, Pacey, because she knows after listening to him what he said, like, I'm doing the dirty work right now. Like you don't have to do this. I'm doing it. Basically, that's what she was saying. Right. Like I'll I'll end it for the both of us, even though she probably didn't want to. But after listening to what he said, I wouldn't probably want to be with him either. I'd be like, well, I might as well. I mean, no, that it. that I completely understand. You know what I mean? If some if you don't know if that person even loves you, you know what I mean? And he's literally like questioning everything, then you know, that's a that's a red flag for sure. But. So I can understand her wanting to 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 separate from that. Like you don't even know if you have these feelings for me, then you know, goodbye. And I'm totally down for that. However, I just think some of the stuff that she said to him was off base. Probably because yeah. she was angry. Yeah, I agree. I thought a lot of the stuff she was saying just didn't really um It didn't track for me. No, it didn't. But well, when we get to that, I'll I have it all written down because I thought it was a really good scene. So now we cut to Jack, Jen, and Emma in their luxury apartment. (laughs) And we see Jack is a vampire. Jen has dark hair. She's an angel, I guess. And I don't know what Emma is. She just has her purple hair, like, prominently displayed on one side of her face. She's just some rocker chick. She's herself. (laughs) She was. (laughs) Um, So Jack is telling Jen to call CJ, but Jen's like... No, the best thing I need to do is just crush from afar. So now, like, Jen is into CJ. And Jack is like, here, call him. And she and he throws her that big, bulky, cordless phone. <laughs> and she's like, I don't even know his phone number. And he's like, call the helpline. And she does. And then CJ answers. And she's like, this is Jen Lindley. Do you remember me? And I was like, yeah, you just had a conversation with him. And you're in the hallway about, like, your whole <laughs> life. And he wants to recruit you for the stand. So, like, yeah, he knows who you are, Jen. That I thought was stupid. Yeah. So she's like, do you have any plans tonight? And he's like, well, yeah, I'm watching Halloween H2O on cable. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious because she was in Halloween H2O. <laughs> I caught that, too. I forgot she was in it, in it, but, like, I caught the Halloween <laughs> connection, sort of. Yeah, Does that funny. make sense? I'm like, oh, Halloween. 
And aren't these all connected somehow? So she invites him to a party and he's like, did you just call the helpline to invite me to a party? And she's like, yeah, is that wrong? And he says, <laughs> what's the address? And then they all high five each other. I really want to know what this dude's deal is when when later I he's like, oh, she's she's better off without him. Like, is this guy a player? Is he married? I don't remember. Is he got a he's girlfriend? Married. He's got to be married or have a girlfriend or something that's like not local. But they start dating. Really? Yeah, they start dating. So I don't know what well, his deal is either. Because he's he's hiding something and Jack was supposed to get the dirt and he didn't get the dirt. Because that other guy didn't want to tell him anything, though. He's like, no, she's better off without him. Oh, really? Why? Uh, that's a long story. Okay, well, I got the time. <laughs> Let's go have coffee. I don't like this kid, by the way. He's short and he just looks sickly. I don't. Does he look sickly to you? <laughs> no, you know what he he has total gay face though. That's the first um, thing I thought of when I saw him. Okay. He has total gay face and like Jack looks sickly, but that was because of the makeup. He was supposed to look pale, but this kid didn't have makeup on as far as I could tell. And he just looked sick to me. Like he just looked really pale and not in the good way. I didn't think that's all. (laughs) I did. I don't know. Every time I looked at him, like this kid looks sick. Like He looks like he's sickly. Like, I don't know how to describe it. He just. All right. So at Hell's Kitchen, Joey is like, Eddie, I got you back in Hudson's class. and she's like i made a deal with him and you can come back and he's like why did you talk to hudson about me and she's like uh sorry clearly this was a mistake my bad (laughs) and she walks off and she bumps into a little blonde girl and it turns out to be hudson's daughter harley she's like how old are you (laughs) (laughs) she's like watch where you're going Yeah, and she goes, how old are you? And she's like, it's none of your business. Just tell me where I can find a girl with the unfortunate name of Joey. And Hudson comes over and he's like, oh, I see you've already met. And she's like, this is your daughter? And Hudson's like, yeah, this is my daughter, Harley. And Joey's like, I thought you were five. And he's like, well, what made you think that? And she's like, the picture on your desk is of a little girl. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, well, that was an old picture. (laughs) And she's like, that's false advertising. So... Oh, wait, I wanted to tell you, Harley is played by an actress named Mika Borim. Borum. Mika Borum. Yeah, she's very familiar. Yeah, she is. And I looked her up and I'm like, I don't recognize her from anything except this. So <laughs> I don't know what else she's been in. I'm going to look her up real quick. She was born on August 18th. She's a Leo. Oh, she was in Blue Crush. That's it. She's the little sister. Yeah, she is. You're right. That's where I remember her from. That terrible movie, Blue Crush. (laughs) She also reminds me of another actress, and I can't think of who it is, but she's got one of those faces. But anyway, she's, yeah, so she's like a little bitch. So Hudson's like, I'm leaving. I'll pick you up by 11. And Harley's like, I'll give you one last chance to not bail on me. And um, he's like, I'm not bailing on you. And she's like, You are, because our tradition is to see some scary old movie on Halloween together, and instead you're hanging out with some skank. And I was like, wow, he's kind of a dirtbag. Like, if this is their thing every year, he's disgusting. Yeah, there's no reason why this uh, skank couldn't postpone it to the weekend. Yeah, like, why would he rather... Like, he could have just said, hey, I do this thing with my daughter every year. It would make him sound more, like, endearing and, and, like human i guess right did you also get the impression that that he doesn't have her full time 
Yeah. Because I have the impression he doesn't have her full time. So you mean to tell me you couldn't postpone your date to a time when she isn't around? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this guy's a tool. I don't like him. Yeah, I don't like him either. He's like he's like the worst. He's the worst of all the professors at this fucking college. I know. Even the skanky ones. <laughs> well, a skank knows a skank. Maybe he's going on a date with another skank professor. Who knows? So he he leaves and Joey's like looking at her like with, you know, sympathy. Like she feels bad for her. And Harley's like, what the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> Joey's like, nothing. <laughs> She's so mean to Joey. It's so funny. I'm sure Joey can kind of relate to it a little bit. Because like her yeah. and her dad are estranged. You know, he went to prison. <laughs> so I'm well, sure yeah. she, she can relate to it completely in a, in her own way. She sort of brings that up through the whole episode, too. So she basically tells her, like, look, uh, I've got a deadbeat dad, so I I totally understand. All right, so now we cut to the set, the movie set, and it's all decorated for Halloween, for the Halloween party. And Dawson's walking around, and we see that he's in a costume. And I'm assuming that he's supposed to be, like, men in black. Dawson, when he first walked in? Yeah, Yeah. I did. I got that men in black vibe. Or he was like somebody's bouncer or something. <laughs> no, I didn't think he was a bouncer at all. He's too skinny. Um, I did like his hair though. I was like, why are they not making his hair look like this? Like he actually had like nice hair happening in this episode with his costume. Probably because Dawson doesn't normally care. He doesn't seem like the type to get out and get up and like try to actually groom himself. Besides just brushing his hair and putting on deodorant. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> I love that that's a judgment toward Dawson Leary. <laughs> Do you think he still walks his dog in the morning with Katie Couric? (laughs) (laughs) He might, maybe. Who knows what he does on his own? (laughs) Well, he is getting, like, vagina now, so who knows. So he's walking around, and we hear him. We hear somebody keep calling his name. And it's like, Dawson, 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 Dawson. And he's getting, like, really spooked out. So, yeah, he's like, oh, my God, somebody's on the set calling my name like what is happening here and then they cut to a commercial when they come back we're at the party and this is when they have like a full like 17 minutes on this fucking band that you know the name of what was it again murder dolls (laughs) (laughs) Murder Dolls. it's literally called yeah like i hold on i have it up yeah murder dolls yeah you can't see it no it's it's, it's the murder dolls All right. Well, the murder dolls are playing their horrible rock music. What would you call this? Like death metal? Uh, we can actually look this up. Hold on. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious because I was like, it's very Marilyn Manson. Like, uh, they just call it metal. Oh, okay. Horror, punk, and metal. <laughs> is that a genre of music? <laughs> yeah, murder dolls is an American horror, punk, and metal band. Oh, all right. Glad we cleared that one up. Yeah, yeah. I would like if I was at a party and that was the fucking band, I would walk right out. I'd be like, I can't listen to this all night. This is terrible. I would go crazy. Well, they split. Probably they split in 2011, so they're not around anymore. Probably for good reason. (laughs) The guy lost his voice from screaming so much. Probably. (laughs) Yeah. He broke a vocal no- a vocal nod or node, whatever you call them. So Dawson finds Todd and he's all like hyper and he's like, Todd, I have to talk to you. And Todd's talking to two blonde haired girls. 
he's like, this better be good, Dawson. And he's like, it is. I saw Melanie Ray on the set. And Todd's like, you're seeing things. Take the night off. Have some bye-bye pain juice. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not, I don't believe anything you're saying. Meanwhile, like, you would think he would just be, like, going along with it because he showed the fucking video of him of her on the in the dailies you know he could have yeah been like, why isn't he oh. acting more freaked out you know yeah it's weird yeah. he could have just made him think that he was even more crazy right screw it man just just gaslight the hell out of him yeah so then in walks natasha in like a naughty schoolgirl outfit and i i give her a lot of credit because she looks amazing she's eating like a lollipop he suck it on a lollipop and she puts it in Todd's mouth and then they go like dance and Todd's or Dawson's just like, what is happening? Like, this is weird. <laughs> he entered the twilight zone. Yeah, they should have played that music. That would have been funny. So yeah, Dawson's like, they're totally fucking. <laughs> but we cut to Hell's Kitchen. Harley has a total crush on Eddie, which is understandable because Eddie is super cute. And I'd make out with Eddie in a heartbeat. I don't know if I asked you this before. Do you think Oliver Hudson, who plays Eddie, is cute in this? I don't know. He's not my type. I don't know. I think I find him. I find him attractive. I find him way more attractive now because he's older. But I think I always thought it was weird that Oliver Hudson was on Dawson's Creek. But watching him, I find him very interesting, and I like his character, and I like I like his his relationship with Joey. I think of out of all her relationships, her like, you know, not Dawson or Pacey, like all of her like boyfriends outside of her little incestuous group. Um, I find him the most interesting. So I I like him a lot. So I'm glad that, you know, I'm glad he's interesting for this final season. And I'm glad he's making her more like interesting because that's I don't know. I can't explain it. She's always so just like Joey Potter. You know what I mean? Right. No, yeah, yeah, I agree. But she's got this, like, weird, like, combative relationship with him. So Joey comes over, and she tries to, like, leave with Harley. But Harley's like, I'm not coming with you. <laughs> like, get away from me. Right. Um, She's like, I'd rather stay at the bar with Eddie. And Joey's like, I doubt your father would want you hanging out in a college bar all night. And she's like, he wouldn't care. Trust me. He's a fucking asshole. Obviously, he wouldn't care. He brought her there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, he, did, he probably didn't think that they were going to actually leave. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, he probably thought she was working and she could just stay there with her all the whole night. Right. Um, Joey's like, look, you're talking to someone who could host a talk show about Deadbeat Dad, so let's not go there. So then she grabs Harley's hand and Harley pulls her hand away. She's like, I'm not going anywhere. And Eddie's like, you know, there's a haunted house that we could go to, like right up the street or something. And Joey's like, um, oh no, Harley's like, oh yeah, let's go to that. I'll go if Eddie's going. And Joey's like, he has to work. And he's like, no, I get off in five. And she's like, great. And then Harley's like, Harley's like, oh, cool. Um, let's just totally go together, Eddie, because I'm you're so adorable and you're so cute. And I'm heart who names her kid Harley, by the way. It's weird. Um, my niece's name is Harley. <laughs> my god chickity check yourself man <laughs> wow i'm sorry for your niece Kylie <laughs> jean i think all right anyway 
<laughs> eat those words, Stephen. <laughs> it doesn't sound like like a normal name. I don't know. It's obviously somebody who likes motorcycles. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, Joey's like, Eddie, you didn't have to do that. And he's like, I thought you needed help. Plus, it sucks when other people meddle in your business. And Joey's like, ha ha, I know, Eddie. Because <laughs> all Joey does is meddle in Eddie's business. Um, Jack asks Jen if you told CJ it was a costume party. And she's like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> and then we cut to CJ and his friend walking in. And he goes, you could have told me it was a costume party. <laughs> that yeah. I thought was funny. Why would we do that? No. <laughs> the friend is CJ's friend. He's like, I feel like such a dork. And he's wearing this t-shirt that says, I'm a bully, which I didn't understand. It was like written um, all over. Like, I'm a bully. I'm a bully. I'm a bully. That's what it said. Cause I yeah. saw that, but I just was like, whatever. I didn't understand it. Yeah. He works for the stand. <laughs> a helpline. Maybe he's a bully. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> he's a reformed bully. That's why he's working for the stand. <laughs> right? Basically. So Jen's like, oh, and you are? And he introduces himself as David. And David has total gay face. And David is played by an actor named Greg Rickart, who actually looks pretty good today because he's older and he's got gray hair. Hmm. He looks like a little twerp, doesn't he? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. What's what I mean? He just, I don't know. He's very handsome, but I'm sure he's still very short. I mean, you don't get taller as you get older. You get you get shorter. So David introduces himself with his gay face, and Jack says hi. Um, CJ and David go get something to drink, and Jen's like, oh my god, I'm like flypaper for the homosexual community. And Jack's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And she's like, he's obviously gay. I should have known. I figures I invite a boy to a party and he brings his boyfriend. And Jack's like, what? <laughs> he's like, how do you know they're a couple? And Jen says, whatever. Even if he's straight, I can't take this CJ anymore. He's way too standoffish. When Jen, <laughs> she goes, when I make my intentions clear, I want them to be acknowledged and reciprocated. And Jack's like, look, I have a plan. I'll take CJ and you take the gay face friend and we'll meet back up later and determine what the situation is. And she's like, you got it. You got a deal. Which I thought was stupid. I don't know. I mean. You got it, dude. Yeah, I don't know. That, the whole thing. Why didn't she take CJ with her instead? Why do they got to rotate it like that? But I guess they were hoping if they got them alone that maybe they would. Somebody would give up more information. But she invited CJ out. So like the two of them. It should made... have hung out more. Yeah, she invited him purposely. Anyway, Eddie and Joey take Hardly to this lame haunted house. Hardly looks bored as fuck. And Joey gets scared by a scare actor who is dressed as a mummy and she screams. And Hardly goes, you're so retarded. (laughs) And Joey goes, who asked you, you little twerp? (laughs) And Eddie's like, go easy on her. She's got problems. And Joey's annoyed. I totally related to that situation. When, like, Joey is trying to, like, defend herself, and Eddie's like, um, just, you know, go easy on her. Like, you know what I mean? Like, go easy on her. I would I would have been like, shut up, Eddie. Like, yeah, she Eddie. called me retarded. <laughs> but I guess it's a matter of, 
she's a child. She doesn't know any better. But like, Joey still got offended. I don't know. So Joey apologizes to Eddie for butting into his life. She's like, I just wanted to help. And she's like, I'm going to miss you in Hudson's class because you're really smart and you're smarter than anyone in that class. And I just hate to see all your potential go to waste. She goes, potential, go to waste. Potential. (laughs) And he's like, what potential? What waste? So I like to read books. My life would be so much better if I went to college. (laughs) He's like, and I don't need your pity or to be some rich kid's charity case. And she's like, you think I'm rich? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Just like the mugger thought I was rich. I have $500 in my savings account. (laughs) (laughs) And Everybody seems to think she's rich for some reason. I know. It's her coats. She wears big extravagant extravagant coats that she got at the Goodwill. (laughs) (laughs) Extravagance. She's like, so funny how little you know about me. And he's like, all this could have easily been avoided. And he's like, and I don't even want to come back to Hudson's class. No, he goes, and I wasn't even going to come back to Hudson's class. And she's like, well, why did you? He's like, because I came back for you because you got under my skin. And he's like, I found myself having a series of annoying conversations with myself, with you in my head. And that's how it starts. (laughs) It was a sign for something. So I kept coming back for more. Another actor comes out and scares Joe. It was such a weird, like the the camera cuts directly to this like mask face or whatever. And she screams again and she turns around. He's like holding her in his arms now. And he's like, you're such a scaredy cat. And she's like, that's what they tell me. (laughs) But then she's like, are you going to let me go now? And he says, you know what? I don't think so. And then he, he takes that impulse and he kisses her. And she kisses him back. And it's like a legit kiss because you could tell she really wanted to kiss him too. Yeah. It wasn't about Dawson. <laughs> no, this one was a real one until it's, oh, I was watching a minor. Yeah. Where'd she go? Exactly. They're mid kiss and she goes, oh, crap, Harley. And he's like, what? Wasn't oh, I no. watching somebody? And then he does this weird like hand Shit. gesture. And he goes, I don't know. Yeah, right. Gotcha. Okay, cool. So we got to go find a kid now. exactly well that's great so now we're with audrey and pacey at dawson's party that they never see and she's like i've died and gone to hell hell satan (laughs) so stupid the music i guess (laughs) pacey's like suddenly i feel very old and she wants to dance he doesn't want to dance he's very like i don't want to be here type attitude right yeah and she's like when did you become such a dull normal and he says, right around the time you started failing tests. And she's like, what's that supposed to mean? So all of a sudden, so now she's like defensive. Right. Which is such a weird time to bring this up. They're at a party. Yeah, I guess because it was bothering him. Yeah. Because she hasn't been letting him in. We've discovered that last episode when he's asked her what's up. And she said, nothing, it's fine. And like, obviously she's hiding stuff and it's bothering him. So he brought it up. Bad timing, but I yeah. mean, it's Not bothering him. Not the place. And he's like, I just want to make sure everything's okay, Audrey. And she's like, look, I have it under control. And he says, yeah, but it's never just one F. Those things tend to come in bunches. And I was like, yeah, he would know. Like, <laughs> he's, he's like a pro at that. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, I don't want to talk about this. And he's like, look, I'm just worried. And she goes, all righty. All right, Glenn, Glary, Glenn, Gary, Glenn, loser. 
<laughs> like she's so mean. He's offended because he, she's making fun of the fact that he works for a living. He's like, why are we fighting? I just want to know what's going on with you. And she's like, I haven't been going to class much because I'm depressed. You see, I have this boyfriend and I thought he, it was going great, but apparently it's not. He cares more about his job than he does about me. And I was like, way to deflect, Audrey. It has nothing to do about him. Right. She's just using that as an excuse because she doesn't want to talk about what happened. So Emma comes over. <laughs> they were like, we need Emma to do something in this episode. So um, Emma, she's gonna go, do walk, she's gonna, <laughs> she's, go walk over. She's going to participate somehow. <laughs> <laughs> they're like emma go walk over and tell them that they you like their costumes and she says that and then audrey walks away she's like great costumes guys <laughs> and audrey's like fuck you and she leaves and i was like she's in her band isn't she in her bands like why is audrey being mean to emma emma was just being polite <laughs> i don't know she's just in a mood maybe it's her time of the month i feel like every episode has been audrey's time of the month true so we cut to Dawson talking to this really pretty woman in a sexy devil costume. And he's getting distracted because he sees Melanie Ray, the ghost of Melanie Ray up in the scaffolds of, above the party. And he leaves the sexy devil lady and he's trying to catch up with the ghost. So he's like standing up on the scaffolds, like chasing after her. And... He looks down at one point at the party and he notices Natasha and Todd holding hands, walking into the set, the bedroom set. And he's like, what the fuck's that about? So then, you and you kind of see them start to kiss each other. Like, they sit on the bed together and you kind of see them start to, like, kiss each other. A little bit, yeah. And they're completely... They're really, lo- they were really trying to sell it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were like, wait, are you following him? He's he's walking up on the on the... They had like little earpieces in where they were just like, where's Dawson now? Okay. He's about to open the door. Ready? And kiss. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, get in the, get into uh hey, Everybody get, get in the position. Mark. He just left the scaffolding. Everybody get, get in the room. Quick, quick, quick. He's not going to notice. He's, he won't notice. We went from two people to a party. Yeah. <laughs> Dawson, what are you doing here? Is everything okay? Yeah. You look like you've seen a ghost. Is that what they say? I don't think so. I don't think. But that's why I, I feel like if they said that, it would have get the the jig would have been up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's like, yeah, he goes in the room and there's like a hundred people in there now, and they're like sitting there just talking, and he's mm-hmm. like, and he's like, am I going crazy? Yep. Um, but he gets a phone call from the editor, and he's like, Dawson, you got to come down here quick and look at these new dailies. I just got back. Why is it got to be Dawson? Why wasn't it like the other dude? Yeah, why is Dawson? Why wasn't it Todd? We couldn't get a hold of Todd. Don't you? Dawson is Dawson's Todd's assistant. He's not like a like working as like a (laughs) editor. Yeah, exactly. He's not the dude that makes the final say. Yeah, so he's like, come down here and check this this footage out. So Dawson's with the editor, and we see more like weird footage of Melanie being strangled to death by her boyfriend and like cops are on the scene and she's like laying there dead after he strangled her and he's just so confused now so at that point i knew and then he sits back and he's like (laughs) and then the camera gets all tilted at that point i knew it wasn't him because why would the editor call him directly to do this todd would have been in the room in the scene right 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 it's funny they do another up close of this fucking band (laughs) What is it called again? Murder dolls. <laughs> Murder dolls. 
Murder dolls. <laughs> doll baby murders. <laughs> just, just murder dolls. <laughs> oh my god. So Natasha finds Dawson and he's like, you look amazing. And she's like, I know, everybody's been telling me that. He's like, why did Melanie start having an affair with the, with her director? And she's like, I don't know, maybe she fell in love with him or maybe she wanted someone to pay attention to her. And he says, but she did. She was married. And she's like, not all relationships are perfect, Dawson. Maybe he had a shot. Maybe he blew it. And he says, maybe she didn't give him enough of a chance. And she's like, look, Dawson, I know you're talking about us right now. Um, and if you're asking if there's something going on between me and Todd, it's none of your business. And he's like, that's not what I'm asking. And she's like, please, you're not so good with the subtext, baby. And you have no right to be jealous. And he's like, who said I was jealous? She's like, yeah, uh, keep telling yourself that, sweetie. <laughs> I mean, he clearly was. Dawson yeah. was a little bit of a, a like, mine <laughs> mentality. A what? A mine mentality. Like, he gets jealous. Oh, like, you're mine. Uh, right. That's yeah, called yeah. being controlling. Right. Like, well, that's, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. And, um, yeah, he was like that with Joey. Yes. It, there's no there's there's another word for it too because i remember talking about that in another episode he's just very he's very domineering with his his girlfriends and like very controlling and like she belongs to him now because they had sex i guess i don't know you know if, if he wasn't jealous he wouldn't be trying to find them in bedroom sets um so now joey and eddie are out looking for harley and she's like, this is all your fault. Everything was going fine until you had to go and kiss me. And he's like, oh, so now it's all my fault? She's like, yeah, I'll accept your apology and we can move on. <laughs> and he says, this is really just Hudson's fault. He's the one who, who was supposed to take her to the movies. And she's like, Eddie Doling, you're a genius. And she hugs him. So now Audrey's, I don't know if Audrey's drunk or she's just had a couple of drinks, but she looks like she's a little drunk. She's walking. She does. Herself. The way that she's walking around and grabbing on to things and like stumbling a little bit. She's acting like a drunk person, but we don't know because I haven't seen anybody drink anything the whole time. Me either. <laughs> she's doing <laughs> drugs. Maybe. I mean, she's on set. I feel like that's 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 more likely, but I don't know. Somebody gave her a line of something. <laughs> So she hears, I guess she hears Pacey coming, but she goes and there's like a coffin that's sort of like standing. Yeah, I think she like heard steps because she glanced around real quick and then she saw it was Pacey and closed the door real quick. Yeah, she locks herself in the coffin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like Pacey like walks up and then Emma comes up and she's like, is everything okay, mate? <laughs> and um, he's like, yeah, if your idea of fun is drawing a warm bath and slitting your wrist, then yeah, I'm peachy. Jeez. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Right? Not really. She's like, do you want to talk about it? So he tells Emma that he used to think that he and Audrey were the perfect fit. Because in the beginning, they were on equal footing. No mind games or high drama. It was just fun. No, no angst. And Emma's like, sounds good in theory. It's a bit difficult to sustain that sort of thing. <laughs> That was good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I'm getting better. You are getting better. So Pacey says, that's what's making me second guess myself. I don't know if the reason I'm checking out is because I can't handle the rough spots or if I just don't love her anymore. Or if I ever truly loved her. Hmm. She says, you're the only one who can answer that one, mate. And he's like, 
And to be perfectly honest, I don't really want to find out tonight. So let's go rejoin the party. And she's like, okay. But just because we had one proper conversation doesn't mean you can cry on my shoulder anytime you like. And she's like, ha, ha, ha. I'm Emma. <laughs> He's like, got it. I'm going to cry on your shoulder every night now. I'm your river. So as they're walking away, Audrey opens up her coffin and she's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, now, now this. At least she wasn't crying. I know, that's true. What would you have done? if you Would you have sat there and listened to the whole thing or w- and waited for them to leave? Or would you have been like, surprise, I heard everything you said. We don't need to be together anymore. I probably would have sat there and waited for them to leave while I was processing. Hmm. And I wanted, I was, I would have wanted to process how I was going to handle it. I'm not like the type to overly just take that emotion and ride that ship. Like I am more of the type to sit back and think about what I just heard and what my options are. Yeah, I think I would have done that too. I would have waited. Yeah, I would have waited to figure out how I was going to approach it. I would have done it that night, though. I wouldn't have waited like longer than that night. Right, right. But yeah, but as. As manic and chaotic as she is, I'm surprised they didn't have her just pop out and be like, fuck you, Pacey, you know? Right. So Jen and Dave are sitting together at this, like, I guess they're on a stage sitting in these big chairs. And she's like, so how long have you guys been together? And David's like, huh? I mean, how long have you known each other? And he's like, oh, a year. We met at the stand. He's like, you should come by sometime. She's like, oh, no, I already gave, he already gave me the hard sell. I'm not doing that bullshit. And he's like, oh, you're the Jenny's always talking about. And she's like, what? He talks about me? <laughs> he talks about me? He wants you want me. I just hope Jen doesn't embarrass herself with this dude. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm very confused. I, really I don't like, like how, her. like, if he's not interested, why is he playing this game? Because he wants her as a counselor. He even uses David, because David even says, he wants you so bad, he thinks you'd make a great counselor. And she's like, oh, for a second, I thought you meant, like, he wanted me, but why would he? He's gay. (laughs) Right, right, right. And David's like, CJ's not gay. And she's like, he's not? (laughs) Really? Are you you sure? But I thought he'd be into me. So then we cut to CJ and Jack, and he's telling Jack he's not gay. He's like, I'm not offended. I'm just not gay. Um, And Jack says, oh, well, I know someone who will be very glad to hear that. And CJ's like, oh, yeah, who? And Jack's like, you're dense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least he's obvious. <laughs> and he's like, Jen, cute little blonde traveling companion. That can't be that dense, dude. He's just playing you know. stupid. He is. That's- he's being like... He's being like so obvious that he knows exactly what she's talking. He's talking about. He just wants him to say it. He's just being typical CJ, even though we know nothing about him. And CJ's like, "Yeah, I'm not interested in Jen. She's not my type, but I would love her to work at the stand. <laughs> Fucking stand. <laughs> the stand. The stand. The stand. The stand. The stand. I would never I work it. anywhere that was named the stand." <laughs> Especially, no. especially giving my free time. <laughs> Are my free time too valuable? Like, so we cut to Eddie giving directions to that lame haunted house to someone, and we hear Harley and Joey coming out of Fright Night. They're watching Fright Night. That's a great '80s horror movie. 
about vampires and um she's like this is child abuse or something like that because joey's just like pulling her along and harley's like mildly flirting with eddie she's like hi eddie <laughs> he's like how's the movie or whatever and joey's like don't be cute with her and harley says don't worry joey he'll be rid of me soon enough then you can go back to your miserable little existence <laughs> Joey gives Harley a talk about her dad and how he loves her, even though he bowed on her. And Harley's like, no, he's a dick and he doesn't understand. And I don't understand how anyone could even like him. He's so abrasive. <laughs> I love that word, abrasive. Abrasive. Yeah. Goodness. It's a great word to describe somebody. Yeah. Harley's like, every time I go to see him, I trick myself into thinking it'll be different this time. But it's always just different shades of the same, which proves that he doesn't have her all the time. Right. No, that's, yeah. And I'm like, that's, that's my whole thing. Like, if you don't have your daughter, wouldn't you want to spend time with her when you do? No, he wants to get laid. Apparently. He's like, she's 14. She'll understand. Terrible, dude. You're terrible, dude. How old is Harley? Isn't, I want to say she's like 14, right? Probably 15, 14. She's not like old enough she's old enough to get into a p uh, that movie what's that movie rated oh, i think it's rated r <laughs> how did she get in that movie i don't know she found a way wait a minute i'm just thinking about this now do you think that they were making harley out to be a sort of like semi joey from the first season how she was very, like negative and mean and there's definitely parallels that we've got going on here because of the whole daddy issue thing. Only this time her dad has at least semi in the picture, whereas Joey's was in jail. Yeah, but I mean like her personality. Yeah, it's very cynical, I guess. I didn't think Joey was that bad, was she? No, Maybe. I never thought Joey was that mean. She was always just mean to Jen and really pacey, but... Right. She did always have a puss face on. <laughs> right. So I don't know. Maybe they were going with for that. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, back at the party, Dawson sees this fucking ghost again. And he follows her into the bedroom where he finds Natasha and Todd making out. Like literally making out this time. And he's like, really? You guys aren't screwing around behind my back? And Todd gets under Dawson's skin and Dawson's like, shut up. You shut up. You shut up. <laughs> Did I say to just, Michael? Just you shut, shut up. up. You shut up. No, you shut up. And that's where, like, where this interaction was going on, where, like, if you watch Todd's face, he, like, he, like, smiles. Hmm. And then it's like, oh, I'm not supposed to be. Oh, yeah, I'm oh. going to ruin the joke. <laughs> oh, I, I can't smile at him. I have to be serious, serious face. Like, clearly, he's not an actor. <laughs> he's very upset that Natasha's making out with Todd, of all people. It's so funny. So then Dawson apologizes to Natasha for hurting her. And he's like, I like you. And I fully admit to being jealous, but the thought of some other guy touching you, especially Todd, he's Todd. And Todd's like, I'm okay with firing you again. And Dawson's like, yeah, whatever. I quit. You can't fire me. I quit. And then he goes to leave. And then he comes back and he's like, good luck. Good luck with the rest of the movie. And then he finally leaves. I was like, wow, James Vanderbeek really giving it the uh, extra acting this this episode, the extra go with it. Uh, yeah. I don't like when he does that whole thing where he's like trying to be funny and he's like, like what he did here. And he, and he goes, I, like, he's act, like that confused thing he does. Like, oh, I, yeah, yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Good luck with the movie. 
I don't know. I was like, James Vanderbeek, you're better than that. So what are you doing? What are you doing, sir? What are you doing? But, what are you doing? But his hair looks good. <laughs> yeah, everybody's hair looks pretty decent this time. Except for Pacey's. <laughs> oh, Pacey's hair looks like a fucking wreck. I don't understand uh, what they did. I don't know if they like only sprayed, like they spray dyed his hair or if it was like a really crappy wig that he stuck on because he was supposed to portray this character for Halloween. I don't know what that was. Sid and Nancy. If you look but up Sid and Nancy, terrible. his hair is crazy, but I don't think his hair looked like Sid Vicious's hair. Oh, I don't know. I don't know anything about a Sid and Nancy. I'm just saying his hair was just like, wow. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Dawson just left that bedroom, see, that bedroom set, and he mm-hmm. sees Melanie again. And he follows her up on the scaffolding again. And it turns out to be Natasha in a wig and sunglasses. Yeah, Yeah, they do this whole blur thing as he's standing there and she's walking to him. And I'm like, like I mentioned earlier, I'm like, I'm very confused. Why are we doing this blur thing? Like, I get it if it's for like us, but he doesn't see it in blur. So what's the Mm -hmm. point? I don't know. (laughs) I guess to make us think it's really a ghost. I also kept thinking that the like she was possessing him in a weird way because he wanted to like i thought he was going to try to like strangle her or something oh i didn't think that at all i don't know i kept thinking because he kept um, you watch too many horror things listen to too many horror podcasts even (laughs) maybe oh my god you were expecting the worst and i was just waiting for somebody pull the scooby gang and you know pull the pull the mask off which they did right right um side note i'm currently listening to this new podcast called let's not meet and it's like real stories of like creepy encounters like it's not very paranormal they're just like weird situations that people are in some are really interesting some are like snooze fest but there's like a million episodes jamie it's all i've been listening to lately it's like oh really it's like when i was obsessed with mr bolin and trying to get like into his whole thing I've been putting all of my other podcasts on the back burner just to listen to this show. So if anybody wants to listen to something interesting with people's stories, like true life stories, listen to Let's Not Meet. Pretty good. Check it out. Maybe uh, maybe Stephen will, will uh, link it in the... Uh... I'm not going to go that far. Um, well, maybe, maybe you can listen to our podcast uh, along with theirs, you know? So yeah, Todd comes out with a video camera. He's filming Dawson and He's like, this is bloody gold, mate. Hmm? And Natasha's like, happy Halloween, Dawson. We've had the immense pleasure of screwing with your mind this evening. And they explain everything. Like, we're supposed to just believe everything that they said. Like, this is how they did everything. Right. And Dawson's like, that was a lot just to get a laugh at my expense, wasn't it? And Todd's like, nah, worth every second. I'm going to have Danny, the editor, edit it together. And Natasha's like, oh, I want to see. And then they run off together. I would have been like, they're still fucking each other. I don't believe that they're not fucking each other. Like, this is a cover up. They're making it making it like I'm supposed to believe that they did this all night, but they really are fucking each other. I would have believed that more than she was doing this to him. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they just maybe they just bonded tricking, tricking him. They're friends now. That's what happens sometimes. People start bonding and they start other things start happening but depends on the bond yeah yeah but dawson's there she's not his girlfriend you know no 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 she's not but it is it is gross that todd and her would get together after he knew that dawson was with her i don't know that's that's weird there's no loyalty there well well 
Well, I don't know. Do these <laughs> you know, people really have a loyalty in this showbiz? Um, I don't think any of these people in this show have any type of loyalty with each other. <laughs> it's not just <laughs> no. showbiz. It's this whole fucking show. None of them have loyalty. So now we cut to Jen and CJ are talking and... She's like, we didn't really get to talk that much tonight. Jen is so cute. I think Jen Lindley is so adorable. I do too. And I feel really bad. And I already don't like the CJ person because there's something up with him and he's leading her on and I don't like it. I know. And I don't want to find out yet. I want to wait to see what happens because I feel like I know what I feel. I don't know why, but I feel like there's something with him and Audrey. I don't know why. I feel like he's married or something. I don't think he's married. He's in college. He's got, he's got like kids. He lives in the dorm. He's, not he's married. got a kid. I don't know. <laughs> no, I I feel like there's something up with him and Audrey. I don't know why. Because, hmm. you know, in all honesty, I don't remember watching this episode at all. I feel like I never watched this episode back when it aired. I don't remember any of it. Honestly, it doesn't really stick out in my mind either. I don't really remember it it either. Which is a shame because I feel like it was one of the, like it's a I good said, episode. Yeah, I yeah, really like the episode, but like I guess because nothing of super importance happens in it besides the breakup between Pacey and Jen, or yeah. sorry, Pacey and Audrey. They were like, "We're doing a Halloween episode, so we're going to put minor uh, plot in this." So right it's all about Dawson getting spooked. You gotta move. You gotta be bad, you gotta be bold, you gotta be wiser. You gotta be hard, you gotta be tough, you gotta be stronger. (laughs) You gotta be cool, you gotta be calm, you gotta stick together. (laughs) All I know, all I know is love Love the day. day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's the type of content you'll get on our joint OnlyFans. (laughs) We'll sing topless and shake our tatas. Mine are bigger. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> They're humongous. <laughs> Jamie, you probably could have an OnlyFans and make some money. <laughs> not gonna I'm lie. Not, not doing that. No. <laughs> oh yeah, Jamie, you probably wouldn't even have to show your face. Just show from here to here. <laughs> I've I've got self-respect, and so no. <laughs> hey, sex sex work is real work. And you're not literally having sex. You're just showing off your boobs. So I support it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, if you support it, then. You know, that's a conversation you need to have with your boyfriend, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, not happening. (laughs) I support you. (laughs) Not even for feet pics. (laughs) That I would do in a heartbeat. (laughs) Somebody out there wants a picture of my feet. I'm sure of it. (laughs) Um, Anyway. So Jen's telling CJ that she might reconsider joining the stand. And he's like, well, we'd love to have you. Just make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. Jen's hey, hey, Don't do it for me. Do it because you want to be there for the people. Yeah, to help the people. Like Jensen, Jensen Ackles has like a weird way of talking. He he always talks like very like, like he has this weird way of talking sometimes. Do it for the right reasons, Jen. Don't do it for the wrong reasons. <laughs> okay. And she's like, is there any other reason? And then he looks at her funny and he's like, I I don't know. And she's like, is there, is there any other reason? <laughs> you tell me. She's like, you could save me a lot of trouble by just going out with me. 
And then we cut to Jack and David watching, and Jack's like, oh my god, I feel so bad for her. And David's Why doesn't like, he tell her? That's what I want to know. because they're waiting to tell, to talk about it in a, another episode. He That's wants why. a story, yeah. David's like, she's better off, trust me. And he's like, what do you mean? And David's like, it's a long story. And Dude, I like, would have told her as soon as she walked away, like, he's not interested in you, Joe, or god damn it, you know what I mean? He's Jen. not interested in you, Jen. Yeah. Like, I would have told her right away, not play this game. So, Jack, still wearing his fangs, he asks David if he wants to talk about it over coffee. And David's like, yeah, that sounds great. And Jack's like, cool. <laughs> Let's do it, dude. <laughs> Jack's such a totally straight gay guy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Ew, it's, like in, it's like in gay porno when the guys are like, oh, yeah, brah. Oh, yeah, brah. Yeah, like, brah. I'm yeah, saying brah. that. Sure. takes so far out of it for me bra yeah bra just like when they have like a woman in there and it's like one of those weird ones where like they're having sex behind a table and there's like a lady sitting there i'm like why does she have to be there it's so weird <laughs> what a, why lady why just to watch that's the excitement no it's like she it's always this like weird like like dowdy woman who's supposed to be married to this like hot gay porn star and her stepson comes out and they start fucking behind the table and the wife is like sitting there like like not looking but they're literally like two feet away from them and she's always like this like like drinking her water and like just like looking around <laughs> meanwhile oh like one of those each other. one of those type of like secret pornos is not so secret yeah 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 <laughs> yeah it's so stupid where they're like they're under the table like blowing like the it's not obvious what you're doing but <laughs> exactly your parents are just stupid yeah no. They're like, what's all that ruckus back there? And they never turn around. Are you look. guys okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all you have to do is turn around and look. You'll right? know what's happening. And they're like, nothing. Not so loud. Not so loud. Don't give us away. <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Karen's so right there. He'll kill you. <laughs> Stop all right. it. You're my stepbrother. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's always it's always a stepdad and stepson porno that <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's watch. always the the, the, the step sibling ones, right? You know. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of older younger lately, but not too young. Like sometimes when they're real skinny twinks, I can't get into it. It's gross. Um uh, okay. So um they all say goodbye <laughs> and they're like, Nice to meet you, nice to meet you. And Jack's yeah, like, yeah. How did it go? And Jen's like, uh, it's he's a little bit disconcerting, but he'll be mine. He's playing a little hard to get, and it's a little disconcerting, but he'll be mine. Exactly. All right, cocky bitch. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I got it. I still got it. Back at Hell's Kitchen, Hudson has returned to pick up his daughter. And Joey's like, Harley was a perfect angel. And Harley's like, give me one second, Dad. And then he's like, uh, okay. And she's like, I'm sorry for being such an uber bitch. And Joey's like, look, we all have our moments. And she says, don't stop hoping that things will be different with him. You're way too young to be so bitter. And Harley's like, can I give you some advice? And she's like, yeah, sure. Eddie totally likes you. I hope a guy like him looks at me that way someday. Don't, don't fuck it up, Joey. <laughs> she's like, okay, thanks, 14-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> so she leaves. 
Eddie brings out a root beer float for Harley, but she's already gone. He brings out one root beer float. Like, I know. I, I like, guess I, he thinks he wasn't going to need it. I'd be bringing one out for everybody. So, um, yeah, they, she left. So he's like, what are we going to do? I guess we'll split it at the bar. And he's, she's like, can I ask you a question? Oh, earlier in the episode, Dawson asks Natasha, can I ask you a question? And she's like, if you must. And he says the same thing, if you must. <laughs> if you must ask me a question, I must ask you a question. She's like, what's going on with us? As she's taking little bitty bites of the ice cream. And he's like, well, what do you mean? Eat little itty bitty bites of the ice cream, man. We eat that thing. Shove it oh my in God. your face hole. That I, I that root beer float would have been done by the time they got to that fucking bar. I know. <laughs> like, why? 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 Why are we doing it like this, people? Why? I wish I could imitate the way she's like eating it. She's just like, it's like the tiniest little pieces. Like, yes. eat that shit, man. At one point, she puts the spoon in her mouth. There's nothing on it. I know. <laughs> Listen, like I know eating. that you're acting and all, but if that was real <laughs> ice cream, I'd be real eating it. Okay. She's like. <laughs> They're like, cut to Katie, cut to Katie. She's eating the root beer float. And she's like, mm. <laughs> it's already like, <laughs> it's like the, it's like the Pacey Jack ass slap where they don't really show it. <laughs> it it might just mess up my figure. Okay. I know. She was so skinny back then and just yeah. chain smoking probably constantly and, you know, running because all she does is run. Remember, she's a runner. Right. She runs now. I do remember Katie Holmes always talking about how she ran like 13,000 miles a day. Like she always talked about that in interviews. That's very exaggerative. Yeah. That's a lot of running. <laughs> <laughs> she like, um, oh my God. What the fuck is his name? Forrest Gump. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. Is she like Forrest Gump? Is that what's I on? was running. <laughs> <laughs> Forth, Forth Gump. I just ran, you know? Just ran. So anyway, she he's like, what do you mean? And she goes, I mean, I kiss you, you kiss me. In some states, that's construed as dating. And he's like, we're not dating. And she's like, oh, God, no. And he says, um, and I'm not going back to Hudson's class. And she's like, okay, I have no desire to change you. And he says, and I don't know what's going on with us, but I kind of like it that way. And she goes, me too. Oh my God, no way. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Until she gets upset with him. Right. Pacey finds Audrey outside. This is her big scene. This is Busy Phillips' big scene. So he finds her sitting there. She's so mad. And she's like, he's like, I was looking all over for you. And she's like, I think we should break up. <laughs> <laughs> And he kind of cut and dry, real, real cut and dry, straight to the chase, you know, like, yeah, this isn't working. It would have been great if he was just like, oh, thank God you said it. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. But he's like, um, he like he can't tell if she's being serious or not because he's been angry all night. But he's like, oh, my God, she's just being annoying. Let's just go to sleep and we'll talk about it tomorrow. And She's like, no, this is what I want. And he's like. <laughs> This is not the way I wanted this to happen. She's like, shut up, Pacey. Just shut up. She like slaps him in everything at the at one point. He's no. not even doing anything. She's she just tries like, to get fucking you. She like slaps him in his face. But she's like, you're getting off easy here and you know it. I'm not going to let you put up some false protest so you can feel better about yourself. I'm ending it now. And he's like, she's like, 
You know how I know that it's over? You didn't even say a word because you don't have the energy to fight it. And I deserve better than that. And he's like, She yeah, just wanted to shut up, though. Yeah, she's so she makes no sense. She said it the first time, and he's trying to talk to her, and then she's like, no, shut up. It's done. What's he supposed to do? Keep fighting with you? Yeah. Like, it's like he is tired of the fight. He's like, I'd be tired of it, too. They're fighting all the time. I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. It. And honest to God, I'm on his side. He did nothing to her. She's no, She doesn't want to be open with him. Meanwhile, that was their biggest problem in the beginning of their relationship. Yeah, they're not communicating again. And oh, this is what happens when you don't communicate. Your relationships don't work. My God. And he's like, yeah, you're right. You do deserve better. She's like, go ahead, follow the script. How many empty words is it going to take to help you sleep tonight? Jeez. I was like, she's she's the one breaking up with him. He didn't do anything wrong. It's because of what she overheard, I guess. Yeah, but he doesn't know that he that she heard him. But no, at the same she time, she is being a little obvious about it. I don't know. But I mean, he's been with her. He obviously is going to feel sad about it. Yeah, he cares. Just because yeah. he's not like in love with her anymore the way that he was, if he was, doesn't mean that he doesn't give a shit. I feel like they were doing this because they were they were trying to plan out a way for Joey and him to be together again. Probably. They're I'm like, okay need- with that. We need to get the two of them together again and um, we got to break them up. Time to break them up. (laughs) And he says, what do you want from me, Audrey? You know, that's not how it is. The negativity gets to me too. So I agree with you. She says, don't you dare try to make yourself noble. You're not some knight in shining armor. You're just a guy who got tired of screwing the same girl and you feel guilty about it. I was like, I don't think that's what it is. That that right there was where I was just like, what is she talking about? Nobody said that he was tired of screwing the same girl. Like, why did it have to go there? No, like, why two did ep- it go there right now? Two episodes ago, he was like, hey, we can use that thing, you know? We can use yeah. that butt dildo on you. And she's like, oh, yeah, let's totally do that, Pacey. They were yeah, having, they like, all night have- fuck sessions. You know what, too? And I think because he started working, they weren't doing it as much because she even made a comment about how they went from doing it all the time to only doing it three times a week. Yeah. Maybe that's a lot. Yeah. That's her way of just like, I don't know, feeling some kind of way because they weren't doing it as often as they were. But that's still baloney, dude. That's like such baloney to me. Yeah. Yeah. She's an idiot. She's, she's using it to, uh, she's doing it to help her feel better. Yeah, no, that's she's attacking him to make herself feel better, definitely. She says, you think that sucks? Why don't you try being the one who has to wonder why all the people she loves doesn't love her back? And she looks like she's kind of crying, and he goes to hug her, but then she slaps him in his face, and he's like... Girl's got issues. <laughs> Whoa. And yeah. then he just leaves her. He's just... Or, I mean, no, what else is- what they, else is they just stand there. They just stand yeah. there. I don't even think anybody leaves. It's just, it's just, just there. Go to the next but what scene. else is he supposed to do? You know what I mean? Like, obviously, there's not much he can do about the situation anymore. It's just whatever. It's over. It's yeah. over now. Mm-hmm. It's all over. They're donezo. So now Dawson's on the set waiting for Natasha. And he comes in. She's like, you still mad at me? Insanely jealous. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I wrote there. And she's like, say it again. And he's like, I'm jealous. And she goes, no, that you like me. And he says, I like you, Natasha. I really like you. And she goes, good, because I like you too. 
She goes, you're one of the only people I ever really wanted to stick around. And Dawson says, I love my life. I wake up in the morning and I pinch myself that I get to take even a small part in this. But I can't help but feel like it's all an illusion. Like it'll just, it'll all disappear in a moment. And she says, because it is. For all I know, this could be my last job. I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts and hug everyone while they're here and take the experience with me. And if meeting you is all I get out of this one, then it might just be enough for me. And then they start making out. And he's like, God, I missed you. And she says, I always wanted you back. You just had to pay for your sins. And he's like, are we over? Are we even now? And she goes, just about. And then they lay on the bed and he's on top of her. They're making out. And he's like, are you sure about this? And she says, as I've ever been about anything. Wait, she says, I've. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because <laughs> as sure as I've ever been about anything in my entire life. And they're kissing, and we it sort of mirrors the opening scene where somebody's the, walking yeah, in on the making out. comes out of the closet. And... Yeah. We <laughs> raise the axe, and we get the end credits. And it's like ghostly, like, credits. Paul Stupin, Kevin Williamson, blah, blah, blah. Spooky. And that was the episode. Uh, next episode is number seven, Ego Tripping at the Gates of Hell. So, don't know what that one's about. I totally forget. <laughs> but yeah, that was the episode. Natasha and Dawson are back together after having that weird conversation. As they were saying it, I was like, what is he talking about? Like, what is this conversation about? But then I got it because they were sort of just saying, like, I'm trying to live in the moment here because I can't believe this is actually happening. And right. she's just like, yeah, I really, really like you. And like if anybody in my life were to stay, I really wanted it to be you. So she's sort of like letting him know, you really did hurt me when you broke out with me because I really thought we had something going on. But, you know, I guess he gets it now. Yeah. Um, well, I should hope so. Eddie and Joey aren't really dating. They're just together. And Jen doesn't know what's happening with CJ. Pacey and Audrey broke up. And Jack has a new potential boyfriend in gay face, David. So <laughs> we've got a lot of relationship <laughs> changes and stuff going on. Yes. So it's no longer stagnant, same stuff. We got some switch ups happening. So next episode's gonna be interesting, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, final thoughts on this, Jamie? No, I like this episode and I'm very much looking forward to the next episode. So I can't wait until next week because I want to know what happens. Me too, because I don't remember it at all. I do remember the title of it though. I always thought it was such a weird title, but I'm sure that's a song too. It has to Is be. It? Oh, it is a song. Who sings it? What's the title of it? Ego Tripping at the Gates of Hell by the Flaming Lips. Oh, sure. Never heard of it. I never heard of it either. All right. Well, before we go, Jamie, I wanted to read a nice comment that we got from one of our listeners, Katie. She DMs me today on Instagram and she said, I just started your podcast from the beginning and I can't stop. Ha ha. Can't wait to know what you guys are going to do next. You guys are hilarious. Hashtag Team Pacey. And yeah. thank you so much, Katie, for that. And um, we apologize for our earlier episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you, Katie, for sticking with us and <laughs> actually getting through the beginning. Any of you guys like actually can get through our first a couple of like first season of episodes. You guys are the real MVPs because <laughs> you know what's so are, funny? Those are, those are fun. 
<laughs> well, we were yeah. trying to figure out what we were doing, but yeah, and they're very long. They're but, very long. Um, I remember just listening to those, like, because I was so excited that we had a podcast, and I was like, "Oh, this is, we're so funny." I will listen to some things back now, and I cringe because I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> We said some cringy things. We did some cringy things. We were drinking in the beginning of them. Like, I'm going to do this drunk. Yeah, that didn't last very I don't, long. You know what it is, Jamie? I don't even think it's that. I think it's just the way I don't. You can tell I'm not being myself completely. And well, we were nervous. We were a little yeah. bit nervous. And then we they got to the point where we're like, why? <laughs> I know. I why? remember sitting down for that first episode. And I was. You guys, this sweating. isn't a personality. We aren't faking this. Okay. This is who we are as people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is who we are as people we are our personalities okay this isn't the talk show where you pretend you're somebody else just to you know get to to get likes now we are who we are <laughs> take it or leave it okay take i think i was it. putting a little bit of my customer service voice on in the beginning trying to figure out like how to do a podcast but now i listen <laughs> to us now and i'm like we're so natural with each other and like i don't know it's just easy we're just having a conversation um, but yeah, thank you, Katie, for yes, sending us a DM. You. And she actually said that she left us um, a review on po- on Apple. So we'll read that when we see it because I don't see it right now. So um, well, either way, thank you. Yeah, thanks thank you for, for reaching that. out. Thanks for the comments. We hope you're enjoying the love. episode. But Jamie, I think we could end the episode there. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at jlynn underscore book lover. Awesome. <laughs> and if you want to follow us, you can find us on Instagram and threads at Creek Talk Podcast. And we're on Twitter at Creek Talk Pod. You can join our Facebook group and talk to us over there. If you want to send us any type of feedback or any type of story you want us to read on our next episode, you can send that to creektalkpodcast at gmail.com or send us a DM like Katie did. We would love to hear from you. Um, if you're feeling generous, you can give us a five-star rating or review and give us a five-star rating on Spotify. It really helps us immensely. So please do that for us. We would greatly appreciate it. It's totally free. <laughs> and if you want to support us monetarily, you can join our Patreon where you will get early access to our weekly episodes as well as exclusive monthly bonus content. And right now we are almost finished recapping the 2002 Kevin Williamson series, Glory Days, which I'm very sad we're almost done because I love this show. It's very yeah, this very really fun to watch. Too. It is. It has been fun. And then, and after we got through the initial weird audio issues when we were watching it, it's been no problems since none. then. So yeah. None. Thank I, you to whoever posted that stuff online. <laughs> I know. I, I don't find know. it anywhere else. I know. Whoever the person on YouTube is that posted it, I appreciate it because so, I'm yeah. glad somebody uploaded this show. Yeah. But for now thank you for listening uh we hope everybody has a great weekend please make sure if you're having any type of root beer float or anything with any type of ice cream involved please eat that shit because i don't want to see that go to waste it's fucking ice cream yeah why why are we wasting ice cream even if it's on a tv show like i don't care (laughs) about the extra calories i'm gonna eat that shit not play with it okay eat the ice cream eat the ice cream We'll be back next week with an all-new episode of Creek Talk Podcast.
Bye. you know what i didn't think about what if they were like lactose intolerant or something and that's why like mm. they were just picking at it and somebody was like oh i forgot to get you the lactose free ice cream and they're like okay well i'll just pretend i'm eating it maybe that person's got a diet issue like sure a dairy lactose issue. I think lactose milk was out back then or lactose stuff was out back then. Like or yeah. I have no idea. Or maybe it was um a prop drink and they were like, all right, only eat the top part, but don't eat a lot of it. <laughs> it's not good. It'll make you poop a yeah, lot. Exactly. <laughs> Who knows? Talking about Dawson's Creek.